the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and my usual co-host Don Dix is away today. Instead, That's right. we are joined by radio legend Donald A. Dix, and... I'm, it only took 61 years. Yeah, we are. I mean, I feel not worthy. Well, we are, and we're definitely not worthy for the opportunity to have our guest who is on the line with us. He is the public face of an earthquake that is becoming visible in the Democratic Party. If you haven't seen his uh, viral video, uh, essentially hashtag walk away, let's hear the first 30 seconds. Once upon a time... I was a liberal. Well, to be honest, less than a year ago, I was still a liberal. I became a liberal because I felt I'd found a tribe whose values aligned with my own. I staunchly reject racism of any kind. I reject the marginalization of any human being based off of their gender or sexual orientation. I reject tyrannical groupthink. I reject a system which allows an ambitious, misinformed, and dogmatic mob to suppress free speech, create false narratives, and apathetically steamroll over the truth. I reject the acceptance of junk science and superstition to advance ideological agendas. I reject hate. That is the video that our guest, Brandon Strzok, put out over two months ago. It has gone viral with over two million views. The group, the Facebook group that he is uh, responsible for starting, uh, the Unsilent Majority, as well as the Walk Away campaign, is just lighting up. Brandon, it is such an honor and a privilege to have you with us here on the Unite I Radio Show. Welcome in. Thank you so much. If I could just take a second to say it's the unsilent minority. I'm sorry. Majority. You know what? And, and <laughs> That's okay. Dug on it. You know, we were talking before the show started, and, and uh, that name got put into my brain, and I didn't release yeah. it. The unsilent minority. Yeah, let's get that right, because that Correct. makes a huge difference. Yeah. Thank you. Um, why the, why yes. the difference? Wouldn't you, aren't, you the, aren't you really the majority of people that believe in the things that you just said you believe in? Well, you know what? Honestly, at this point I am. But when I when I created the name, see, I had no idea that this movement was going to explode the way that it did. And I created the name The Unsilent Minority because originally I was just going to make some YouTube video, like create a YouTube channel in which I was talking about current events and politics and things that just really bother me, you know, in the world. And I wanted to have a social media pseudonym. So I was speaking to a friend of mine who's very conservative. And she, you know, I said, what do you think about me doing this channel? And she said... Well, I think it's really brave. I wouldn't have the nerve to do it. But she said, you know, but there's a reason why they call us the silent majority, because we don't really speak out. And that really just sort of struck me when she said that. And I thought, you know, I don't want to be silent. I want to be unsilent. And as a gay man in America, I'm a minority. So I'm expected to vote Democrat. I'm expected to be a liberal. And but that's not who I am anymore. So I wanted to be the unsilent minority. So it's really my pseudonym. Uh, That's the explanation of the name. 
Gotcha. Well, we played the first yeah. uh, roughly 30 seconds of that video clip that has thrust you into a very, I mean, I, I, like you said, you didn't know where this would go. I'm sure you didn't expect it. This week, though, Fox News, Russia TV, two appearances on Fox News, Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram, another one coming up with Judge Jeanine Pirro. And, of course, uh, our show. And then, yeah, and then our show. I mean, <laughs> and, Charles Payne t- and Charles Payne tomorrow. So it's actually Char- four on Fox. There you go. So, um, y- you know, there, there's so many. I could spend hours with you on the phone, uh, you know, uh, here because there is so much that I would love to hear from you. But one of the things that you said in our phone conversation when we were first meeting, I asked you, who do you listen to? Now that you're and and you said Tucker Carlson was the first name out of your lips, and that was the first big mainstream interview that you did. Looking back on this uh, on this whirlwind that you have been thrust into, what are you feeling right now? (laughs) Well, I mean, to be honest with you, I feel um, it's a combination of overwhelmed, but I also feel just totally energized. Uh, I feel completely motivated and it's just growing and growing. So, and there's a lot of people who are giving me, giving me a lot of love and a lot of support and they're really counting on me. And so I'm not going to let them down. And so, I mean, I I just, basically I'm just sort of like taking all the punches as they come. You know, I'm just, just moving along, you know, every day there's some about 20 new things I need to do and I'm just knocking them down and then on to the next day. And, but it's, 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 I'm doing what needs to be done at this point because you know, as much as I can get myself out there and I can talk about the walkaway campaign, uh, the more this movement's going to grow and the more that people on the left who are completely fed up with what's been going on in the Democrat Party and on the left are going to realize they're not alone and that there's some place for them to go to walk away from, at least. Beautiful. Almost to prove your point, I was yeah. ch- preparing for the show today. I uh, went on Twitter and see what walkaway came up with. The, the very first tweet was from someone, it doesn't have a blue check, uh, from, from Texas. And she says, pay attention to bots. Report them as spam. Walk away as a ridiculous bot-driven campaign intended to divide. So the first reaction yes. is not to debate you. It's not to say you're wrong. It's to, we need to shut this guy up. Report, his, report this as spam. You're correct. You know, and what I think is actually really, honestly, I think sad about that is that, you know, of course, this is the same tactic they used after Donald Trump won the election. Mm-hmm. You know, they couldn't accept that Hillary Clinton was a terrible candidate and they couldn't accept the they certainly couldn't accept the idea that he might have been a good candidate and could possibly be a good president. So rather than, you know, have a conversation with the American people and try to understand them better. They had to start blaming Russian bots and Russian, you know, interference in our election. And now they're doing the same thing to me. But what I think is so interesting is what my campaign is, the hashtag walkaway campaign. If you go to Facebook, there's a Facebook page that's dedicated to this campaign. It's called the hashtag walkaway campaign group page on Facebook. And what I've created is a space where people can create testimonials. These are video testimonials. Some people who absolutely don't want to make a video are doing written testimonials. The real people who are telling the truth about why they're fed up with the left and they're walking away. But there's also people on the right doing their testimonials. And what it really is, is once again, that silent majority, we're giving them a voice back and taking back the narrative 
from the left that, you know, these people are all bigots and these people are all racist. These are real people who are sitting down in front of their phones and turning on their video cameras and looking into the camera and saying, you've probably heard that I'm a bigot, a Nazi, a white supremacist, you name it. But I'm actually none of those things. This is who I really am. And this is what I want for my country. This is what I expect as a citizen of the United States. This is what I want from my politicians. And that's what I'm not getting from the Democrats. So what I think is so sad is that what I've really done, if, if, the, if anybody in the Democrat Party had a single brain cell that was functioning in their heads, they could go on my page and simply listen to the words that are being said by real people. I've basically created a focus group for them where they can literally, they could just sit there and watch videos and be told exactly what the American people want. But do you think they're going to do that? No, they're going to say that this is created by Russian bots. Which is exactly what you say in your six-minute uh, video when you, when, you, when you talk about your awakening. We're talking to Brandon Strzok. It's spelled S-T-R-A-K. You can follow Brandon on Twitter at, at U.S. Minority. That's the handle that he's doing most of his posting under right now. And you make a great point. While Greg brings up the uh, effort to demonize you, all somebody has to do is to go onto the Facebook page where these um, where, where the these testimonials are accumulating, and you you guys, your administrators, are being overwhelmed by the number of testimonials. Get they got up to about a thousand in backlog for your approval. So you know the 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 movement is real. The only thing they have is that they can demonize it. And I have I have listened to and read testimonial after testimonial. And I will tell you, Brandon, as much as those people are trying to rip this down, the the folks that uh, Greg mentioned, I will tell you the people that I'm hearing from out here are saying one thing almost in unison: that your movement is giving people hope for the future. And that's a huge deal. That's what people are searching for. And I want to get into your new political sort of worldview. uh, But we need to take a quick break to recognize our sponsor for right now. And we'll be right back with Brandon Strzok of the hashtag walkaway campaign. After this word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hey, Larry Elder here. Now, if you're a homeowner thinking about refinancing or you'd like to be a homeowner and aren't sure where to start, call my friend Ed Hoffman at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Rates are great right now, and from what Ed tells me, there are a lot of great opportunities out there in real estate. You need a lender you can count on, and I can vouch for Ed. He'll deal with you straight and advise you like you're part of the family. Just give Ed a call at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I know Ed. He's a good guy. He'll talk to you like a friend and won't make you feel like you've just walked into a shark tank. Now's the time to buy or refinance. Give my friend Ed Hoffman a call at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Again, 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or visit him online, wccloans.com. 855-640-2020. AM 590, the answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio program. We talk about the most important political office being that of private citizen. And on the line right now is somebody who has 
done just that, has taken uh, and has awakened from, you know, their political worldview that was aligned with the uh, liberal and democratic worldview and questioned it. Tell it. Take us through that questioning process. You you were you voted in 2016 for Hillary Clinton. You were upset like many people on the left. But there was a process that you went through. Give us, give us that outline of how you moved from, uh, you know, a, a lifelong as a lifelong Democrat to now uh, being the founder of this viral hashtag walkaway campaign. Right. OK, so, you know, the I was already before the election, I was already starting to feel fed up with what I felt like I was seeing happening to liberals and liberalism in terms of you know the peace the politically correct culture and the um, identity politics and I just I was seeing it was like this massive overcorrection from you know I became a liberal because I felt like I was under the understanding anyway that that's where people who were really you know tolerant and open-minded were people who accepted gay people and you know were, were champions for civil rights for you know racial minorities and this and that well, you know, as time goes on, it's like this huge overcorrection happened where now suddenly it's like, you know, white people are just demonized and straight men are demonized. And, you know, like heterosexuality is being, you know, kind of vilified. And I just thought this is just this is nonsense. This is getting absolutely out of control and crazy, particularly when people are starting to use it as a mechanism to oppress people to say, you know, like, oh, well, you as a straight white man, sh- man shouldn't even be you know, having this conversation with us or, you know, to the point where we're even now certain major tech companies as well as other companies throughout the country are actually intentionally not hiring white men, even if they're the most qualified people for the job. So, I mean, th- that kind of stuff was starting to happen. But in relationship specifically to the Democrats, it was after the election of Trump, I was absolutely devastated. I mean, I, I was I was devastated. And I was going on Facebook constantly and I was kind of ranting and raving and I couldn't figure out how the good people of middle America... See, I grew up in Nebraska in a very small town, so I, kn- I knew most of these types of people that would have voted for Trump. And though we don't necessarily agree, you know, or at that point, we didn't really agree politically, I thought of them as very good people. But, uh, you know, I just felt like they lost their moral center completely because, after all, the news was constantly telling me, you know, CNN, MSNBC, the New York Times, or any of the clickbaity kind of things like BuzzFeed or whatever on social media were constantly saying, you know, that Donald Trump was basically the second coming of Hitler, that, you know, he was staffing his administration with white supremacists, that his followers were all a bunch of bigots and racists and, you know, the KKK. And so I was just like, what happened? Like, what is going on with, you know, the people in the middle of this country? What is the deal? And there was one day where I got on Facebook and I I wrote one of my scathing rants. And I said, you know, something like, you know, I can't believe You know, it all should have ended at the point where he mocked a reporter's disability, you know, in front of a crowd full of cheering people. How could you vote for somebody who would mock somebody who's disabled? And this woman that I she actually used to babysit me when I was a kid. So she's known me my whole life. Uh She's a she's a conservative. She and I have had many back and forths on Facebook, but she reached out to me and she sent me a video clip from YouTube. And the name of the clip was debunking that Trump mocked the disabled reporter. Mm -hmm. Now, I saw the name of this uh, clip and just even the name of the clip made me angry, you know, because I thought, oh, this is going to be some kind of propaganda. What, you know, 
Well, I played the, played the clip, and what I saw was a compilation of about 20 minutes of footage of Donald Trump going back to the 1990s, doing that exact same voice and the same exact gesture that he was doing when he imitated the reporter. But, he does, but the common thread was that every time that he was using this voice and this gesture, it was when he was imitating somebody who was either caught in a lie or doing something shady or, or who him. was groveling. Yeah. Yeah. And, but what became very clear was that it had nothing to do with the disability. Right. He was, yes, he was mocking that reporter, but he was not mocking that reporter's disability. Well, suddenly a light bulb went on in my brain. And I realized, I was like, wow, they literally took that completely out of context and made me believe something happened that didn't actually happen. And it made me curious, like, how many other times have they done this? Have they done this other, in other instances? So I started going back and really reviewing footage from the, um, the campaign. And, you know, because, of course, you know, at one point it was, you know, Trump called all Mexicans rapists yep. and, you know, Trump advocated for the sexual assault of women. And so I started to go back and, and, and not look at these isolated moments out of context, but the entirety of the picture. And I saw the media had been lying over and over again about all these different things and painting a picture that made me believe that this man was a horrible person and that his followers were horrible people. But I began to see that that wasn't true. And in fact, it was actually the media who was manipulating uh, my belief and manipulating me in such a way that it was making me actually hate these people. Mm. And, uh, and that made me very, very angry. Um, and the more research I did, the more I started to discover that they actually could not be trusted at all. I mean, I, wow. it's like one of those things that once you see it, you can't unsee it. I, you know, from that point on, it was like I, I would turn on the news and I would turn on CNN and they would start doing a story. And I would instantly, within 30 seconds, I would look at it and say, ah, they're doing it again. Now I get it. Like, you start listening for the little keywords and the, the way that they twist, you know, uh, their spin on right. a situation. And... Um, so and then I started to also realize that it was the left wing politicians who were actually supporting. You know, they were happy to go along with it. It's not as though the liberal media came out and you know told a lie and, and told a spin and that the 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 good people in the the government on the left were coming out and being like, well, that's not exactly what happened. Let's keep. It. They were happy to go along with all of these lies and create all of this confusion. And look where we are now. I mean, it's we're at a point right now where the the media and the left wing politicians have people worked up into such a frenzy that they're not just angry anymore. They're not just resisting. They're not, and they're not even just throwing temper tantrums. They're on the brink of becoming extremely violent. Yep. And it's getting really scary. So, I mean, and they don't care. They're no. not backing down at all. No. We only have a little bit of time here, and there's so many, so many good points in your video, but I'm going to ask you about one. What is the most mm-hmm. insidious lie of the Democrat Party? Well, I think that if you're a minority in America, whether it's a racial minority or a gay person, they want you to believe that you are a victim and they want you to believe that you are only safe under their supervision. They want you to think that you're not accepted on the right, that people on the right hate you, that they don't want you and they wish to do you harm. And they manipulate your fears and your concerns to make sure that you always vote Democrat. Now, you have moved over to the Republican Party. You've re-registered, correct? I certainly have. All right. Now, there's a lot of us that say that the Republican Party struggles with its messaging. Tell me what being a Republican means to you. Well, what being a Republican at this point means to me is it's the complete counter to the Democrat platform, which seems to be open borders, globalism. Uh, You know, I really love that the Republican Party at this point seems to stand for a very America first, 
Let's be a nationalism. Let's have closed borders. Let's take care of our own before. Let's take care of everybody, but let's take care of our own first. Because guess what? We have hungry and homeless people in this country here. We have people exactly. in our own country who are who are struggling. So why are we making it a concern? Our, our first concern, uh, you know, people all around the world when we've got our own citizens who who could use help. You know, and, and this is what I think has been just another gross. Um, uh, mis-signed uh, label from the left is that you know people on the right are so heartless. They're not heartless. They just believe. And let's you know we've got people here that we could use our help. Let's help them. Priorities. The Priorities. Them, right. For sure. Priorities. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Yes. Yep. Yes. You, you have made a complete transformation. It's not just partial. It's not like oh well the Democrats are right about this or that. It sounds like your transformation. Um, politically has taken you from one side of the political spectrum to the other. Yes? That, I, that's what happened, yes. Wow. But to be fair, I also think that they've changed. I mean, we could sit here and debate, you know, going back years and years, you know, where they were. But I, sure. I think that the rhetoric has, has reached a boiling point. So it's, you know, that's why so many people at this point are ready to walk away. That's why my campaign is such a success is, uh, yes, I have made a full transi- uh, transition, but they've also continued to change for the worse. Right. Both parties. The, 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 Demo- the Republicans may have gotten a little more, um, I, I don't know, e- eased away from some strident positions, but the Democrat Party has moved so far to the left that for people like you, it's become incomprehensible to remain uh, inside of it. And so now the walkaway campaign is just lighting up, you know, yes. in an unbelievable way. What does this cost right. you? I mean, in terms, have you lost friends? Have you lost customers? Have you lost employment? How, how, how have your former liberal, quote, friends, unquote, reacted to your change? Well, yeah, it's cost me quite a lot, and uh, I've definitely lost a lot of friends, and you know, and that happens in, in various forms. There are the friends who kind of just stop answering your phone calls, and they stop answering your text messages, and then there are the friends who uh, try to smear your reputation before they walk out the door by going on social media and either revealing things that they know about you that you wouldn't want people to know, or by telling, uh, telling people that you're doing drugs or that you've had a mm. mental breakdown. Uh, and then there's the other one, and I, you know, I don't honestly know which is worse: the people who claim that they're still your friend, but you just no mm-hmm. longer get invited to anything. You know. Well, I can um, I can tell yeah, you, you've got a lot of new friends, Brandon, and we love you for your authenticity, for your integrity, for wanting to get to the truth, which I think is something that unifies a lot of us on the right. I know for me, what led to being on talk radio was my incessant, constant desire to get to the real truth. And that's what has led you. Yes, that's exactly right. Well, Brandon, um, we're at the end of our time here with you, unfortunately, at Unite IE Radio. But we would love to have you back. And we can't thank you enough for taking the risk for you know putting this video together for being uh, for helping so many people literally come out of the closet people who have transit who have moved to from away from the left you know a dozen years ago to those that are still you know sort of contemplating that thank you yes thank well, you're you you're welcome i'm happy to do it and you can reach Thank Brendan on Facebook at U.S. Minority. That's his. Uh, that's his. Uh, his page or the group page. You look for hashtag Walkaway Campaign, and that's a group page that you can join in the discussion. Or Brandon Strzok can be found, at, and it's spelled S T R A K A. 
at at sign U.S. Minority on Twitter. We'll be back with some final thoughts about this and some other issues that have come up this week on the United I Radio Show after the break. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation and host of the main event, which airs every weekend here on AM590, The Answer. I'm proud to be a part of the effort to make America great again, not just by supporting this station and conservative movement, but also by helping people achieve the American dream of homeownership. Whether you're looking to achieve that dream and you need financing, or you already own a home and you're considering refinancing your mortgage in order to lower your payment, shorten your term, or pay off high-interest debt, or if you're over 62 and want to look into that great financing tool known as a reverse mortgage, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, toll-free day or night, 855-640-2020. I'll give you all your options, answer all your questions, and walk you through the process. And don't forget to listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturdays at 10 a.m. and 9 p.m., Sundays at 8 a.m., right here on AM 590, The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate Broker License Number 01147747 and California Finance Lenders License Number 603K610. Also licensed in Arizona by the Arizona Department of Financial Institutions. MB Number 096199. AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio. That was really an amazing interview, and that was a great get done to get uh, to get to get Brandon for the for the show today. Well, we have to, you know, the credit goes where credit is due. Robbie Olson, who is the former manager of Joy Via, who's become a personal friend, a friend of many of us here in Southern California. In fact, at the Unite Inland Empire Convention, uh, the conference we had on April the eighth, he brought uh, Andre Serrano, who is the creator of the infamous. You know, make America great address the joy via war. Um, he brought him there along with a model with the dress on it. So, you know, Robbie's a very creative guy. He's a wonderful patriot. So, uh, we got to, you know, thank Robbie for that connection. So, everyone, any liberals out there, walk away. That's right. Hashtag walk away. We're going to continue to comment about this as well as some other news that broke this week on the Unite Inland Empire radio show as we continue. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio program, the show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. That was um, an amazing, it's been an amazing week following Brandon Strzok as his hashtag walkaway campaign has literally blown up. One of the things we didn't have a chance to talk about was the fact that the Facebook page, which is a group page, you have to join it, has more than, uh, has, has, what's the, uh, I don't even quintupled would be five times, 77 times. When I first connected to it, there were 10,000 members of this Facebook group. There are now over 70,000 members. I was in at five. And you were in at 5,000? Yes. Okay. So you. you uh, a day before. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, literally could have been hours before. Um, but yeah, this thing is blown up. And w- w- historically speaking, what is codified on this facebook in this facebook group are testimonials after testimonial after testimonial of people who have walked away from the democratic party from liberalism you know 10 15 years ago and they're telling their story now to people that have just walked away people like brandon who through the last year and the incessant uh haranguing by cnn and MSNBC on things that really have nothing to do with running this country, distractions, trying to uh, literally uh, wage a coup d'etat against a duly elected president 
and people are starting to wise up. Well, they are, and they're seeing things that are just so. The Democrat Party has gone so is is being pulled and is lurching so far to the left, to the crazy left. Abolish immigration enforcement. Open the borders. And you see things like, and Brandon had it on his Facebook page. Was the guy sitting, this teenager sitting in, the, in this uh, fast food place, and some, and some leftist nut comes up and st- steals his MAGA hat and throws a drink at him. Another leftist triggered by the mere sight right. of something that insinuates that America is America is a country that has been responsible for taking more people out of poverty than any other single country. Um, our economic system of capitalism has taken more people out of poverty than any other than any other single economic system and given and empowered people to to do things. And the only way that people that people will remain as liberals and Democrats, as this party continues to tack more towards socialism, which is what's really happening, Marxism and socialism. And a lot of people don't realize this is something that I would love to go on a deep dive conversation with Brandon about because he really does try to study and be authentic about what he's rep- about what he's learning and uh, and be true to it. A lot of people don't realize that black liberation theology is rooted in Marxism. And this was the what what Obama was exposed to for 20 years in Reverend Wright's church. And before that, growing up, including his mentor, the card carrying member of the Communist Party, uh, Frank Marshall Davis. Exactly right. And a lot of people don't realize that and that that fundamentally transforming this country meant transforming the 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 country that had, uh, you know, inverted the political pyramid uh put the citizen on top of the government obama wanted to reverse that and he wanted to put the government back on top of the system of course he didn't need that much help because the federal government has you know completely expanded outside its constitutional boundaries right and and we just this past week celebrated the uh birthday of america and that's the, right. And the, and, the, and the signing of the Declaration of Independence. And that's exactly right. Is the pyramid, see, but the American pyramid is not quite that. The American, on the top of the American pyramid is God. Well, this and is that's, true. And, that, and, that, and, that's, and, that's, and that's a key and unique feature. Then the people, then the government. Whereas the natural order of things there is, is there's maybe God or gods at the top. Sometimes the emperor tries to be a god. Then you have the emperor, the shah, the monarch, the what have you, the government, and then the people, and that's all that, the way down at the bottom of the people. That's the that is that is the natural order of human society. Yep, throughout time, and America was the exception. And Rush Limbaugh talks about it this way, and the best explanation of American exceptionalism I've ever heard is not that we're better, smarter, harder working than anyone else. Not that God loves us any more than God loves anyone else. It's this exception in the in how this society is ordered. And that exception made America exceptional and turned these colonies into the most prosperous, freest country in the world. And all of a sudden and the, the left, now the Democrat Party, gee, let's let's change the principles, the governing principles that made the freest, most prosperous country in history. And they're they're doing it by everything that Brandon points out. They're doing it by being divisive, by dividing people up into groups, by, you know, pitting those groups against each other, by telling people that they're victims of all of these curses that are rooted in 
uh, America, white supremacism, uh, and on and on, and that there's no way that you can ever uh, you know, escape any of that, that white supremacism is rooted in the DNA of America and that in order to overcome all this, America needs to be destroyed. This is a Marxist lie in order to be able to upset a Western civilization because there's no way that they're successful until America falls. You cannot take out, and this is one of the things I learned, you know, in studying the, uh, the 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 objective of uh, Islam, which is to be the dominant religion of the world, and there's no way that they can do that, and the Muslim Brotherhood knows this, unless they take down America. That's why America is the enemy of all of these other forms of government, whether it's, you know, whether it's political Islam, whether it's Marxism, socialism, what have you, America must fall. In a sense, that's why the left and the Islamists are are really in line with them. They have they have a de facto alliance in part because of their common enemy of the individual of individual freedom of self government, but they actually have a lot more in common. Yeah, I mean whether gay rights or maybe certain women's rights, they may have some differences there. But in terms of believing in the supremacy of the state over the individual, they're in alignment. And in terms of believing, and Brandon talks about this in his video, we didn't have time to discuss it with him, is ends justify the means. That whatever it takes to advance the Islamist ideology or the leftist ideology is what they're willing to do. And they don't have independent moral principles guiding them in that. Well, they do. Ha- well, that's true. They have their own more quote unquote moral principles, but it is not liberty. It is not freedom. It is not the uh, the the uh, God given rights that we have to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. In fact, it's antithetical to all of those. Um, you, you know, this is this is the great struggle that we are uh, engaged in right now, and I think why the left has become so much more vitriolic and violent. You know, you've got the Antifa thugs. You've got these indiscriminate uh, moments of violence, whether it's confronting Sarah Sanders at a restaurant and kick, asking her to leave or the situation you pointed out or even what happened to uh, Congressman Steve Scalise. You know, you've got a hardened liberal grabbing a gun and wanting to do as much damage to Republican lawmakers as possible. It wasn't just lawmakers in general. It wasn't frustration with the federal government. It was specifically targeting people that he politically did not agree with. Right. And you even see this. The New York Times recently had an article about free speech. And they're going, well, you know, that used to be a liberal cause, but not so much. It, it, it just interferes with creating a just society. So even freedom of speech, a foundation of any free country, a foundation of America, has to be um, subverted or has to be put down below achieving the liberal or leftist political ends. That's exactly right. We have to uh, take a break right now to bring in our uh, recognition of our sponsor for the Unite IE Radio show. Before we do, I know, Greg, you're a huge uh, fan of historical quotes. You like Mm -hmm. to use them within our show. Uh, There's one quote that not a lot of people are aware of, and this comes from Thomas Jefferson on July 3rd. 
1776, the day before the signing of the Declaration of Independence, Thomas Jefferson is quoted as saying, crap, that's due tomorrow? As always, the, um, no, no, <laughs> he nothing, was under a lot of pressure yeah, at the time. Nothing would ever get done if it were not for the last minute. Exactly. For deadlines. So yeah. thank you, Thomas Jefferson, for one as I, one I wonder if that's an authentic, authentic quote. As, as Abraham Lincoln said, it is so hard to know whether quotes you find on the Internet are genuine. <laughs> <laughs> that is so great. All right. Let's hear from our sponsor for this half hour, and we'll be back with more. All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. Uh, Benjamin Franklin said that whoever would overthrow the liberty of our nation must begin by subduing the freeness of speech. And there was a time when it was the government that would... suppress speech and suppress freedom of speech. But now it's the platforms, the companies that handle the mass communication, specifically Facebook and Twitter and Google, that are now the ones that are doing this and have the capability of doing this. It'd be like, it'd be like 20 or 30 years ago, the phone company listens in on your calls, and then if it doesn't like the political content of your calls, cuts off your service. Yeah, you know, there's a park in england that is touted as being sort of the crucible of free speech and that's hyde park in england where uh on street corners surrounding hyde park people with this with uh, uh differing opinions would gather to debate the issues of the day and they would do it by bringing with them a platform so that they could stand above the crowd. Generally, those platforms were actual literal boxes that were used to ship soap. Hence the term, get off your soapbox. Um, this is where, you know, the debate of free speech comes from, England. And I can't think of a place that has become more antithetical to free speech than modern-day England, where uh, if you uh, stand on a street corner, and read out of the Bible any passage that has anything to do with God's uh, order, uh, specifically regarding homosexuality. Um, you can be arrested and put in jail. And a Southern California former L.A. sheriff was doing just that on the street corner. Someone went by, heard what they considered to be objectionable speech, called the police, and they came down and detained him for eight hours, including grabbing DNA through a swab and putting that in his file. So, 
you know, free speech is, in, in fact, Reagan said freedom is what? Only one, one gen- generation away from extinction. Exactly right. And if we don't stand up for it, like, you know, Brandon has used his free speech to stand up for what he believes to be antithetical. We're talking about Brandon Strzok, who we interviewed last uh, in the first uh, half hour of the United I radio show. If he did not have freedom of speech, um, he would have been shut down. And these forums like Facebook and Twitter have become de facto Hyde Parks where people go to practice free speech. And yet they're not story after story after story of people saying things that they that these uh, social media platforms say violate their terms and conditions. And just this past week, we had one of those with literally one of our founding documents, Greg. Yeah, there's uh, Fourth of July of all times. The uh, Facebook censored the Declaration of Independence as hate speech. And these companies have very, very vague standards that are subject to discriminatory application. Now, sometimes in the, like this one, when they get adverse publicity about their censorship, they back off. It's, it's a mistake. I'm sorry. It was a mistake. Uh, they did the same thing when they, uh, when they, with, uh, Diamond and Silk. I'm sorry. It's a mistake because they, they were able to get publicity for their cause and their censorship. But how many others where you don't, you're not able to generate that are, are subject to that kind of censorship? And I said, it, it's like, you know, you know, times past, if the phone company, which is the community, which is a communications platform, was engaged in political censorship, it, 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 it is inimical to that freedom of speech because now these private companies have the ability to do that. And oftentimes they're working in hand in hand with the government. Well, exactly. In fact, they're coming up with all kinds of schemes in order to be able to validate their attacks on uh, people's free speech. And I'll admit, I've had to go to many people that I'm friends with on Facebook and say, you know, you really need to research this. uh, This is not accurate. And you're diminishing your own credibility by putting this out there. There was a famous Facebook meme that circulated for a while saying that Barack Obama had issued 934 executive orders. You can go to the National Archives that tracks executive orders and find out that at that point in time, when that was circulating, that in fact, he had issued fewer executive orders than George Bush. But, the you know, when, when stuff like that circulates it does it does damage us now you know they're talking about other things like you know inner fake accounts russian bots those sorts of things trying to you know extinguish those but i think that there is at the core of this an ideological effort to silence people of opposing political they'll use that as the window dressing under which they're doing this but at the core of it what they're trying to do is to use their their power to silence political speech that differs from theirs right and hate quote hate speech unquote is one of the ways they do that but also increasingly it's um fake news so the example that you just gave inaccurate as it is is the the the, the social media companies the social these platforms of communication well that's not that's not accurate so our fact checkers which by the way are all liberal fact checkers decide what gets what's allowed and what is not allowed and that's worse 
And to, 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 set, to set up to set up a mini, a ministry of truth, whether it's run by the government or it's run by Facebook and Google, is worse than having people go out and put out wrong information. And sometimes it's about the interpretation of quotes and information. Um, just recently, there was a Washington Post fact check on something that the Mexican president said, or the actually now Mexican president candidate at the time. And the, the, it boiled down to interpretation of his quote, essentially saying that there, you know, that we, we had no right in order to keep Mexicans out of uh, that country. Right. Or anyone else in the world for that matter. Right. And that and, and but the fact checker said that the people that were saying that he said this were wrong. Now, when they quoted him, the quote I read was exactly what they were saying wasn't a quote but that was very subjective it's not about somebody saying it's blue when it turns out to be red where you've got a a difference in fact but in this case it's a difference in interpretation yes and that is dangerous and uh, the, the Republicans have chosen not to do anything about the social media censorship, and it's only going to get worse. And we'll see how how much of a role because the companies, these companies, have made it very clear they are all in for the Democrat Party, and they're going to do everything they possibly can to help Democrats win this election. Although the Democrats are going so so far left, so far nutty left that maybe even Google and Facebook can't won't be able to uh, save their prospects, plus all the good results that are happening under President Trump. Exactly right. All right. We'll be right back with another uh, thrill-packed segment of the Unite I Radio Show after a word from our sponsor for this half hour. All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio program, the radio show for the most important political office. You guys, our listeners, the citizens of America, the citizens of Southern California, the good folks of the Inland Empire. This week, a key member of the Trump administration was, I think it's safe to say, Greg, literally drummed out of his position it wasn't uh but a couple of days after he was confronted at a washington restaurant by a note reading liberal that he turned in his resignation to donald trump well i understand the the epa has been the lead agency for implementing socialism in the country and they've particularly under obama viewed themselves as a national economic planning agency 
And under one of their proposed rules that Pruitt either got rid of or was in the process of getting rid of, was they would claim control over all water in the United States and virtually all land in the United States under the waters of the U.S. rule. And I want to clarify, it's not just waterways of the U.S. It's waterways that exist every possibly 100 years when that 100-year rain happens that some of these waterways will actually fill up with water. So if you happen to have a little valley in your backyard, in your ranch in Wyoming, and that waterway or potential waterway during that 100-year rain fills up with water, the EPA has jurisdiction over that portion of your land. Right. When the law provides in previous cases of hold that the EPA controls the navigable waters of the United States. Right. So that, so that, yeah, that puddle in your backyard, the little ditch in your backyard, the, uh, uh, 100 year flood channel all now becomes part of the navigable waters of the United States under their interpretation of things to vastly expand EPA authorities. Also been taking on, of course, the global warming hoax, which is also a key uh, leftist liberal democrat position to advance their leftist causes but also it's a great source of crony capitalism so he was he obviously had amassed a great deal of very powerful enemies who have been at him and against him from the very start now i'm disappointed to see uh him go and to see donald trump give into this should have been you know keep keep plowing ahead and doing the good work that you're doing and we'll see whether some his replacement is up to that task or is who will revert to status quo at the epa right now scott pruitt has brought some of this stuff on himself um there are about 13 different possible investigations that are let's call them inquiries into his spending and management practices. And if even a couple of these, Greg, turn out to be true, um, and I'm not talking about, for instance, he got a $50 a night condo deal for, uh, I think, his wife. Um, uh, it is tangled up with some ownership issues. Um to me, I'm not so bothered by that because, you know, moving into Washington, D.C., it's a transition time. Uh, I quite frankly think he's to be congratulated for only spending $50 a night on a condo, uh, even if it was owned by a family member, which I think is part of the controversy. But a $43,000 phone booth, uh, not sure that that stands muster. Uh, some of the, his spending on security, uh, the fa- some travel expense issues, and also... Well, the security is uh, entirely understandable, given well, what he's been doing. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I understand that. But uh, also now there's the uh, possible tampering with federal records in the form of his schedules that are being pointed to. So, well, who does he think he is, a Democrat? I know, right? But the compilation of all these things show may show a sloppiness that I think, uh, you know... He gave them enough rope to hang him. When you're taking on such powerful interests exactly. in the swamp, you, is don't you're right? Is you need you need to be totally legal, unquestioned, and you don't give them. Dot your eyes, cross your T's, make right. sure everything is fine because you're right. Scott Pruitt was doing a lot of damage to the, the to the left's um, focus, if you will. So, 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 we will, so, so we will see whether his good work can continue. I would let him keep going. Absolutely. All right. Tune in every Saturday for the United Inland Empire radio program at 4 o'clock, and we will be back next Saturday. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.